Well, hello everyone, and welcome back to Bougie Best Friend Podcast. I'm your host Coco, and in today's episode, we are going to answer what will Coco do questions. I loved recording my previous episode, replying to your questions, so I was like, let's do it again. Okay, I have to tell you something. I just started this group, Bougie Besties. I am blown away how many people already joined the group. So basically, why I started that group. You know how I always get questions like, how can you meet friends as an adult? Or like, you have a lot of issues in your friendships. And I'm like, it is hard to meet like-minded individuals when you are growing up or if you're moving cities. And I moved around a lot. And I know it's really difficult to find people who are not just, you know, your same vibe, but also people who are going to be loyal to you. So I decided to do something. I decided to create a group, Bougie Besties, worldwide. Okay, let me tell you more about the group. So I really have beautiful relationships with some of you guys. Like, I we message every few days. I literally know what's going on in some of my followers' lives, and I'm, like, following along. So I decided, why not just connect all of you guys? So I created a group called Bougie Besties, and in that group, I separated in so many categories so you literally there's something for everyone but basically you join the main group and then from that main group you're going to have links to other groups new york philly vegas we have so many different cities and then we also have like europe we have paris like we have a lot and then also we have like fitness fashion lifestyle beauty cooking basically like everything that we girls love to do I'm going to put a link in the description, how you can join the group. Um, Yeah, so I'm just super, I'm very, very proud of creating this group. And I wanted to do this for so long. And I'm like, I don't even know how, where to start. Like, who's this Facebook groups anymore? So I'm like, let me just, I was asking around. And apparently this platform, Geneva, is good for that. And I have to give a shout out to my two moderators, this girl, Francesca and Julia. They uh, volunteer to be moderators, so they're helping me, you know, kind of like approve people. If somebody's, uh, you know, being a little shady, we already found like a guy that wanted to join the group. We're like, no, absolutely not. You're getting exited immediately. Okay, I think that was it for my little intro. Let's get into these questions. I got amazing questions. First question is a very straightforward one Would you sleep with your ex? Oh, by the way, yeah, for those who are watching, look at my super new cool case. Who's your best friend? I'm obsessed, okay. Would you sleep for the next? Why would you ever do that? I mean, you can. I'm not saying I didn't in my past. I always regretted it. Yeah, it might be comfortable. You might feel like, oh, things are going to change. No, they're not. You're just like living in your past. I suggest you don't do that. Okay, the following question is very interesting. My partner is turned on. By lending me out to other men, I'm monogamous as fuck. He gets turned on by watching you getting... I just felt sick to my stomach for a second. Okay. Believe it or not, I got actually physically sick in my stomach as I read your question. Your partner is... um, free to live their fantasy but not with you honey you are never going to be okay with that i mean what this question is i'm monogamous as fuck and he is first of all how can you not talk about things that turn you on when you start dating somebody i just don't understand 
Like one day he just comes to you and he's like, who I would want to watch you getting banged by somebody else. I'm just very confused. And I'm not saying people don't do that. They do. But if you're with a girl who's so monogamous, why would you, why are you trying to mix apple and oranges? Like stick to your people who are okay with that. And like, you all can have fun. I'm, you know, I'm not, this is what I was saying before. If you have certain sexual desires, it's your right. And you should find somebody who can make them happen. But if you guys are sexually frustrated with your partners, there's no way in hell that those sexual frustrations are going to go away. Those physical needs have to be fulfilled, period. Whether it's going to be you or it's going to be them. So if your partner is asking you to do something that you are completely uncomfortable with, he's still going to want that. And you're still going to be super uncomfortable. I'm not saying sometimes you can try certain things that you were maybe like not open to before, but then you realize, okay, maybe this is not that bad. And maybe you're going to actually start like enjoying it. But this, I think is, um, it's just weird. I mean, I don't know if I see another girl even touching my boyfriend, I would be like, honey, you are, um, mistaken here. My ex wants me back and says he actually changed. What are the chances that's true? Okay. If enough time passed by, maybe like a few years, if he went to therapy, if he perhaps had another relationship in the meantime, if life taught him a few things, then maybe he changed. Probably not. Men don't change. Like, it's just women who think that they can change men. They just generally don't change. I don't know. Like how, I don't know. I just want to say, I appreciate you. I appreciate you too. I really do. Okay. I need to reply to that. And I appreciate you too. I really truly do. And because I met so many amazing people through this platform, I wanted you guys all to connect. So that's why I made that group and feel free to join the group and connect with your new friends. I'm so happy. I can't even tell you how happy I am because of this group. Because these girls, I, we, we already have like over a thousand and it's been three days. I'm blown away. They're such amazing, like hype women to each other. I also made a group that's called uh, Need a Pep Talk. And then you can like drop your problems in there and people can, you know, just kind of comfort you. And I said, it can, it can be as silly as, oh, I spilled coffee all over myself or like your boyfriend is cheating on you, you know? So you just want that support. And also what I love about uh, this platform that if we also have a walking red flag group, which is one of my favorite groups, honestly. It's crazy. Like what girls see today, it's honestly, truly insane. I mean, and I just, I, I, it's, I'm like blown away each day more and more when I see how weird people are. And I'm like, wow, wow, that exists, huh? <laughs> got, got dumped over text after four years, said I made him depressed. Now he wants me back. Are you serious? Are you... This is not happening. I'm sorry, he broke up with you over text after four years because you made him depressed. He made himself depressed. I love when men can take any responsibility for their actions and they're just saying, she made me like that. She made me... No. You, you, nobody can make you depressed. 
you become depressed. You can be depressed because of your life circumstances, but then maybe, you know, take some control and uh, change your life. He made. I just need to add something. Uh, he is I, I, actually, I, <laughs> I can't even create a sentence. Like when things are so fucking weird, like how can you even say that? I'm actually, I'm not going to give any more attention to this. Fuck it. He said it's difficult for him to fall in love. Oh my God. Such, oh my God. Come on. <sighs> Jesus Christ. No, it's difficult for him to, um, honestly. Okay. Maybe it is. Maybe it's true. So why the fuck are you wasting your time? <laughs> like, what are you, like, what are you going to prove him wrong? Oh, God. He doesn't want to move in after six months. He just wants us to see each other on the weekends. Wow. I think that's a big issue. I honestly think that if you're in a relationship that is serious and you are thinking of like spending your life with that person, you have to move in as soon as possible. This guy is obviously not ready. So that is showing me that he's not really ready for you. So you need to consider this. You know, sometimes people, you should just trust, just see what's going on in front of you. And if you are not okay with that, then don't be in that situation anymore, you know? And let me just explain this because... Some people are like, oh, well, why would I move in with him so fast? I like to have my freedom. Yeah, okay, so let me tell you why I think this is the case. You need to see how your day-to-day -day life is going to look like. Because when you are hanging out with your boyfriend, let's say you're going for dinner, drinks, you just see how they're acting when they're as somebody's guest. So let's say if you move in with a guy and then you start noticing that he, you know, leaves his dirty socks all over the apartment, then you see that he... I don't know, leave the fridge open every night. You know, some weird stuff like that. <laughs> like, you need to see all of these things because you are going to be living with that person. Whoever we are, when we are hanging out in, like, um, social environment, that's not what you're going to get for the rest of your life. Like, you, you know what I mean? Date a guy 10 years younger. I would never... I don't know why you guys are going for these young guys. Maybe... You know, if you're 45 and he's 35, maybe in that case, but I honestly, I would not. When I answer questions, I like to put these polls and then people can, then I can see what other people think. When I even see huge age differences with men and women, I'm not saying it's not possible. I 100% think it is possible, but if, if, okay, I'll give you an example. Let's say that you are gen z which is what age is that like 20 and you're dating somebody who is 40 you are like on tiktok 24 7 you're showing them all of those um memes and stuff and they are barely using facebook you know that's something funny haha but it's just a completely different generation they do things completely different i don't know i think I don't know. I actually, I actually want to know. Do you? What do you guys think? Like dating younger? Is that? I don't know. It's just. It was never. Was never my thing. Not into it. Not approved by me. <laughs> oh my god! Look at this question. Dating the nicest, polite, caring guy, but feels like a doormat servant. No strong sexual desire for him. Okay, so why the fuck? So why would you start dating him or like in a romantic relationship? Why wouldn't you just keep him as a friend? Why do you need to date a guy that you don't want to fuck? 
I, I was like, after that sentence, I was like, I need to add something else, but there was nothing else to be added. And I just like, how can you date somebody you don't want to fuck? That's weird. Yeah, makes no sense. I, I meet so many nice people throughout my life, and did I date all of them? Absolutely not. Okay, what is this a weird question? X didn't visit ever because he paid for rare dates, but I wanted him to visit and I have enough money. I don't understand this question. Oh my god, this question is crazy. I love my parents, but they're haters and toxic. I also hate my 9 to 5, but I want to move. I want to move out of my family house. I want a sugar daddy boyfriend to find ways to make money. I don't know what to reply to this. So you want to move out of your family house and you don't like your 9 to 5 and you want a sugar daddy um find ways to make money well if you want to make money you should get a job he doesn't want to introduce his kids to me but he says he loves me seven months together i think that that's not such a red flag seven months is not a long time when it comes to introducing somebody with their children children come first Obviously, I don't have kids, so I don't know how delicate these situations can get. But I know that if my parents are still together, but if my parents are getting a divorce and if they like start dating other people, I wouldn't want to meet them until I know they're like engaged. <laughs> Even at this age, like I'm 31, I would only want to meet that guy if they're like serious. I don't know. Is that weird? What if I don't like his vibe at dinner within five minutes? Oh, God. Why don't you just treat it as a dinner with another person? Like, don't go on this date expecting you're going to fall madly in love. Okay, maybe he's not your type, but you can at least talk to him about something. But honestly, in order to avoid those type of situations... Do a little FaceTime call before you go to dinner. Like, don't... Okay, I just can't stress this enough. When people use dating apps, why don't they do a little FaceTime call before? For that vibe check. A lot of people are like, oh, let's do a coffee walk day because it's a vibe check. No, do a FaceTime vibe check. Like, who has time to meet up what you're gonna do a five minute meeting with all of these guys that you're talking on apps just like do a facetime call and then you're gonna see if there's a vibe don't go on a blind date at least do a phone call like i don't understand this he called me a booty call but treated me like girlfriend are you okay being called a booty call are you okay sleeping with this guy over and over again without him asking you to be exclusive? So he's okay with you hooking up with other guys too. Another sugar daddy question. Is it okay to have a sugar daddy? I signed up in an app for that and got many offers, but I'm hesitating. I'm a student and I need to, I need that money to upgrade my life and save up to do what I want. I feel scared. Um, okay. I've been getting these sugar daddy questions a lot recently. So let me just tell you what I think. I think if you get one, you are getting yourself into a situation that you're probably going to feel very bad about yourself. And you are going to start losing respect for yourself a little bit. And you, I don't know. 
like you're gonna be dating somebody you don't like. It's, um, I don't know. His last name is Butt. I think that's beautiful. <laughs> you know that emoji that I put when I do like those funny eyes? That's what I did right now. He is one inch taller than me. Okay. <laughs> I have a friend who's spiritual, quote unquote, but can be very mean, rude. Should I be patient or avoid her? Okay, <laughs> this question is funny. Are you telling me that she's calling herself spiritual so she can be rude to people? Or I'm just confused. What does her spirituality have to do with her being rude? If she's rude, she's rude. Cut out rude people from your life. Bye-bye. I can't, okay, I can't, I don't have any friends in my life that make me feel uncomfortable about myself. If somebody is rude to me, if somebody is treating me like I don't want to be treated, if somebody is inconsistent, if they're not respecting my time, if they're not, if I don't feel good in their presence, I'm not going to be friends with you anymore. If you have like rude, snarky comments, I don't want you in my life. I want people in my life who are going to make me feel good about myself. So why would you continue being friends with somebody who is rude to you, who's putting you down, who like is not adding any value to your life? Stop being friends with people who are putting you down. Ugh. Friend-ish keeps copying people in our group. Tell her to back off or not mention anything anymore. Ah, that's funny. I personally don't care when people are copying me because I'm always one step ahead. So that's it. Like, it's just, you just need to accept that as flattering. But I know it's so annoying. My boyfriend sometimes watches porn and jerk off. Is that normal? Yes, that is absolutely normal. Okay, this is an interesting question. What was something you needed to work on in your relationship with your partner? I like this question. Okay, I'm just going to answer it here. I'm not going to answer it in um, my mobile co-produce stories. I, I think the biggest adjustment for us was social media because he is way more private than I am, obviously. I think social media was the biggest adjustment. We are obviously from two different countries. I'm from Croatia, he's American. And even though I've been living in the US for many, many years, I'm still not American and I'm still not brought up in the same way Americans are. So some things are were a little different. I feel that another difference between us is I move around a lot and I, I can like make friends easily and I... I'm not so tied to my friends and he is. And I feel that just a different style of hanging out. So like I can, for example, I can meet a girl. Let's say if I meet somebody here in Miami and I like them, I want to go grab dinner with her and her boyfriend. He might be like, well, why would I go out with random people? I don't want to hang out with random people. And I would say, well, why not? They're cool. Because I'm just used to constantly meeting new people because I was moving around and like, you know, but he is just used to his core group. So it's it's just different. And uh, what else we needed to work on? Well, as I mentioned before, we both work from home. So it takes a lot of patience and communication 
to vocalize what you need for your work work environment and what he needs. So like if he's on a call, obviously I can't record a podcast because he's going to be talking loudly. And if he's on an important call, I'm not going to walk around him and, you know, dance in the kitchen. So like you have to set certain boundaries. She's mad at me. Want to break up with her. Shall I get her diamond necklace? If she's mad at you, you probably did something wrong. So I'm guessing that you're a guy. And shall you buy her a diamond necklace? Yes, you should. <laughs> yeah, duh. Like, who would say no to a diamond necklace? Oh, God. And also, like, when people ask, send, like, I understand that this is such a small question box. But when I see somebody send me, like, six different, uh, you know, question boxes about one question, I'm like, I can't even read all this. You never sex. If somebody... Oh my God. Okay. Look at this question. If somebody asks you never sex after breakup, is this a question from a guy? If you're going to have sex with him after he breaks up with you, you could just tell him, yeah, I will, but not with you. What? Who would ask that? Lip tattoo versus lip filler. Well, those are two completely different treatments. So it's you need to see, are you lacking volume or definition? I'm personally personally a lip filler girl, 100%. I never did a lip tattoo. I love lip fillers. I'm sorry for anybody who is going to tell me that I'm promoting a healthy beauty standards, but I just, my confidence changed from zero to a thousand. The first thing that I did in my adult life that really boosted my confidence, just when it comes to like physical appearance stuff, was getting lip fillers. I think I was 24 the first time I got lip fillers. And by the way, I have a lip filler dissolving uh, journey on YouTube. Uh, when it comes to lip fillers though, I need to say, girls, please stop overfilling your lips. I see it every single day. I had the same problem. Lip filler migration is real. Overfilling your lips is real. And once you see it, you can unsee it. Like I, 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 my lips were overfilled. When you see that your lips is like above your natural lip line, like that's not normal. That's not how lips are supposed to look like. Your lips are supposed to be filled only here. Where is this like pink part? You don't, your lips should not be around that. Or all of my ladies who have lip fillers, please, next time when you're looking at yourself in the mirror, check whether or not your lip filler is above your lip line. If you don't know what I mean, check out this video uh, on YouTube that I have, Lip Filler Migration Journey. I explained the whole thing. Just please check if your lip filler migrated. If it did, you need to get it dissolved. It is a little painful, but you have to take care of it because this is your face. This is like the first thing people see on you. I wish somebody told me sooner. I swear to God, I wish somebody told me sooner. Talking in DMs for five days, totally vibing with each other, but he doesn't ask me out. Well, maybe he doesn't know. Okay, I'm just gonna say it here. I suggest that you reply to one of his Instagram stories and say something like, oh, this looks like so much fun. And then if he has a little bit of, uh, you know, Brain cells. He's going to invite you up. Why am I so rude? I don't want to be that rude. Okay, let's do this again. 
next time he posts something on his Instagram story, reply to it and kind of show him that you will want to go. So if he posts a beautiful sunset, you can say like, oh, where is this? Looks so beautiful. Obviously don't invite him on a date, but give him an opening. My boyfriend is regularly taking me on vacation, but I feel guilty for receiving. Why? I mean, she feels guilty for receiving because she doesn't feel good enough. She doesn't feel that she deserves that. My guess is that you never had somebody treat you like that and you think that you don't deserve that. But let me tell you something. You deserve to be treated like a queen and you deserve to be with a man who wants to make you happy. Yes, you deserve that. So many girls are messaging me saying how they keep on having like these negative experiences and how they don't know that positive ones actually exist. That makes sense. I ended it with a guy because he thought I was old. He's like 28 and I'm 30. Okay, listen to this question. I ended it with a guy because he thought I was old. He's like 28 and I'm 30. This guy's an idiot and I'm happy you ended it with him. He's an idiot. Like, what? what, what ew. First of all, if you think that somebody is too old or too young for you, just don't start dating them. Like, their age is not going to change when you are in a relationship with them. It's a little, little silly of him to assume that you can, like, what, become younger when you start dating somebody? Like, what's going on? Keep profile public or make it private. I mean, it's, that's up to you. I don't know. Toxic ex DM'd me one year later saying, what are you doing? <laughs> Actually, not even what are you doing. Why? No, W-Y-D. And what are you going to do? Block him. And I recorded this with that little cute face. Dating a 40-year-old who just wants to hang out at his house. He, he took me out to dinner once. So why the fuck are you dating him? How did he take you out to dinner once? Like, how did you just end up at his house? That is just weird. Please. Okay, I'm going to re-record this. If you are not compatible, you don't have to be in a relationship with him. He took you out to dinner once. Obviously, your life standards lifestyle is not aligned have a conversation with him you know sometimes these problems can also be changed with a conversation so if you tell your partner that you are not happy with how things are going they should do something about that because if they don't want to lose you they're going to do things to make you happy am i overreacting that he's liking other women's pictures how many times do i have to talk about this I get confused. How many times do I need to talk about this? I just feel like I'm talking about the same things over and over again. No, you're not overreacting. He should stop liking and following and commenting on random girls' photos, period. Period. Yeah. When to delete dating apps in new relationship? When to bring up this subject? I would bring it up. If you are exclusive, you have to bring it up and I mean I'm just very direct I'll be like did you delete your uh, hinge yet <laughs> like that but if you're not exclusive you can't really ask him to do that starting an MBA this fall any tips on how to get myself to be more outgoing network okay I love networking and I am very outgoing and I love meeting new people okay let me start this First of all, you can obviously join our Bougie Bestie group. The link is in my bio. Second, 
you should just be genuinely interested in meeting new people and ask them questions, like actual questions and have an actual conversation. I know it sounds very basic, but that is very true. And, and not to brag, but I'm very good at networking. And people always ask me, like, how do you meet so many people? And I'm like, I'm just genuinely interested in them and I'm interested in their stories and I want to learn what they did or how they did it. And you also have to be obviously mindful of what circles are you, you know, hanging out in. If you're just hanging out with guys, people who are, you know, not that ambitious or, but I, I, I'm pretty sure this girl is talking about people who are, you know, ambitious and want to grow. And you just talk to them, just learn about them, hear their story and implement whatever worked for them if it matches, you know, what you're going through. Okay, today I got like 10,000 questions about friendships. I, is everybody just like not watching my stories? Not to constantly push my bougie bestie group, but like I literally created a group for this very reason. So you guys can find new friends and connect to people who have something in common. Me. So why don't you just join a group? Oh my God, listen to this one. Overheard my boyfriend ask his friend about another girl and then followed her. He claims it's nothing. Okay, he claims it's nothing. What is your common sense telling you? <laughs> He's obviously into, oh my God, I can't believe this. I mean, I, can't, I don't know why I'm so shocked. I'm shocked that she like figured it out and he's like, what, saying it's nothing? Yeah, it's obviously something. But don't feel in love yet. Seems to always fall for douches. Yeah. Boyfriend doesn't talk about his problems in general and says that it's his choice if he doesn't. Well, I kind of, okay. Honestly, I can kind of relate to that because I don't talk to a lot of people about my problems and sometimes okay that's not a good answer because it's... I gotta say I kind of agree with him you know he created a boundary for himself and he that's how he's coping with things maybe that's some kind of you know internal insecurity that he doesn't want to share or he's not vulnerable but like it's his choice how do I tell her I have a foot fetish <laughs> I think that next time when you are intimate, you can just like go down to that area and I don't know, start playing with her feet. I don't know. I never really, I don't have experience with, with feet. Oh my God, that's weird. It's a very weird question. I mean, it's not weird. I don't know why some people like feet. I don't like feet. Feet are not my vibe. He's threatening to dump me because I can't travel with him. I have very strict parents living under their roof. Huh. Interesting. Well, first of all, are you a child or are you an adult? I don't know how old you are. Actually, I'm not going to say that. Two things. First off, if his lifestyle includes a lot of travel, he needs somebody who can keep up. If you can't keep up, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to break, break up. Second, you can tell your parents they're going to go on a trip. 
Yeah, you're living under their roof, but what, are they, like, controlling your whereabouts? I don't know. There's a lot of factors here. First of all, if his lifestyle is traveling a lot, whether it's for work or whatever it is, and if you can't keep up, if you can't follow that life, not follow that lifestyle, but, like, have a similar lifestyle, it's not going to work. Second, you're saying your parents not let you travel, like... Again, how old are you and what? Like, okay. I left my home when I was 22. Do you think my parents told me, yeah, go? Absolutely not. But I did it because it was the best for me. So take control of your life. She said, yeah, I'm living under their roof. If you feel that you are being controlled to an extent that's not comfortable for you, you need to take control back into your life. What are your thoughts on the sidewalk rule? Men under 33 years old seem clueless. I gotta say, I was shocked to see how many guys, exactly this, under 33 years old, are clueless. And we just need to educate them. And I, I'm very embarrassed for them. For those who don't know, the sidewalk rule is that a man always walks on the side where the cars are. Uh, this was completely grammarly, grammatically like messed up. But the man always walks next to the cars and women walk like inside because men need to protect them. And I gotta say, it's disturbing to see that men don't know that. It's really disturbing. Okay, this should be fun. Can you please explain again why dinner should be the first date? I was trying to explain it to my sister. I honestly think that you can learn so much about a guy on a dinner date. Is he generous? How he talks to the staff, how he talks to other people, how he reacts to his surroundings. But let me get more in depth with this. Um, let me go super in-depth now when it comes to this question. Why do I think a dinner date is the best first date? So first and foremost, you need to see if he's going to offer to pick you up or if he's going to send you an Uber or he's not going to do anything. I would never go on a date with a guy if he doesn't send me a car or he doesn't pick me up. If you're going to say, well, why would I want him to pick me up? I don't want him to know where I live. Well, I would never go on a date with a guy if I don't already know him somehow, whether socially or through mutual friends. I would not go on a date with just like a random dude I met on the street or through an app. A little more selective when it comes to spending my time with guys. So, so for example, I met my boyfriend through a mutual friend. So I already knew that he was like a normal guy and that he is not a creep. So our first date... He got us an Uber SUV, picked me up, and we went to a really nice restaurant. We ate sushi. Uber SUV is always a plus. But if he was maybe further away, he would send me an Uber to pick me up and to drop, drop me to the restaurant. And then he would go with like a lift or something. So picking me up is huge for me. And I think that's like a European thing because in Europe, everybody has a car and it's always like, oh, who's going to pick who up? If a guy doesn't pick you up or he doesn't offer to pick you up, I just think that's 
a huge turnoff for me because I honestly have, I have guy friends who would literally send me a car if I'm like going to meet them either for a meeting or for drinks or something like I just don't, I just don't understand like these guys who don't even offer it's it's like a $20 Uber ride. It's, it's just the, the principle. Okay, so we got the car part out of the way. You enter the restaurant. Is he going to open your door? You're going to see it right away. Did he make a reservation? How he speaks to the staff? Is he going to approach the host stand as like a little, um, you know, shy boy? Or he's going to be like, hey, a reservation for 2, 8 p.m. Okay, so then once you get into the restaurant, let's say you need to wait for a table. Is he going to say, let's go get a drink at the bar? Or he's going to be like, okay, let's just wait outside. You're just learning how he behaves. So if he says like, oh, we're just going to uh, wait outside, you can see that he's a little cheap. I'm sorry to say that, but if he's not willing to buy you a drink while you're waiting for your table, you can see that he's cheap. He's seat you down and then you can see your dynamic. What is he going to order? So usually what I was doing when I was single, and this is exactly what I did with my boyfriend, I was like, you know, I eat everything, but why don't you uh, order for us? I really want to see what's your palate and like, what do you think that I would like? I'm just literally throwing the ball at his court and I want to see <laughs> what is he going to order? Okay, let's not kid ourselves. We need a guy who's like generous and who's going to treat us like a lady and who's going to like wine and dine us and like buy us gifts and stuff. Like that's very important. So if you don't agree with that, I'm sorry, but like, Okay, I do. Uh, I don't know if who who knows this about me. I used to work in restaurants. So like, I was analyzing couples' dynamics when I was like serving them so much. So if if they're like just sharing one appetizer and then you just you can just like see how generous a guy is based on what he orders for the table, and is he gonna be like weird about you eating his food or not? So like, all of that is really important for me. Then you're going to see how he talks to the server and you're going to see how he behaves generally like in the restaurant. And this is an example I always use. Let's say if a server drops a tray full of drinks in the middle of the restaurant. And if this guy says like, oh my God, I feel so bad. Or if this guy says, oh my God, look at this clumsy idiot. You can right away see what kind of person he is. Okay, so we covered car, we covered the entrance, we covered how he approaches the host stand, we cover how he, um, is he going to buy a drink or not, we covered it, what is he going to order for the table, then obviously when, okay, that's another important thing, if you order a glass of wine and you're done with your wine, is he going to say, would you like another one, or he's going to not say anything, is he going to pour your water in your cup? when you're sitting on the table. That is really important for me. I'm sorry, like I want my guy to do all that because I do the same for him. Like I'm a really good host, not bragging, but I am. What else? Um, if you're gonna order dessert or coffee or not. So if you're ordering coffee and dessert, it means that he wants to spend more time with you here and he still wants to get to know you. If he's just like asking for the check right after you're done with your main, you can see that he's not like he's either cutting this short because he doesn't like you or he's cutting his short because he wants to go somewhere else or he's cutting like and throughout the dinner you can see like the dynamics and you can see like if you guys are vibing with each other 
And then obviously when the bill comes, you're going to see his behavior. My favorite is when a guy would like just put a credit card down without even looking at the bill. <laughs> but I got to say a lot of times servers mess up your check. So they like add stuff that are not on it or maybe... You know, it's it's always at least smarter to look at the bill before you're putting your card on. But even a bigger boss move is when they give the card to the server before even like when they come to the restaurant and they're just like, just swipe it on my card when you're done. If you can take a look at the tip, did he leave 20% or not? Because if you don't have money to tip the server, that's not cool. That's really not cool. As I said, I used to be a server when somebody would not leave me 20% and I did everything that I was supposed to do. It's disappointing. So I think, yeah, that's like my whole analysis of uh, why a dinner date is the best first date. So like you can see how he acts with other people that he doesn't know. He can see how he talks to you in front of people. Is he going to ask you what would you like to drink or is he going to be nice to you or he's going to like maybe try to say any like stupid jokes to like impress the server or is he gonna be hitting on another girl like you can just see so much and i think honestly on that note we can kind of wrap up this uh series of what will coco do questions i'm probably going to answer a few more on my instagram stories this was fun if you guys liked this episode or you found it funny or useful or you learned something please don't forget to leave a rating and review it means so much to me and that's how this podcast can grow and more people can listen to my podcast and they can become a part of this beautiful bougie bestie uh, community that i created and i wish you all the best day ever and i'm gonna see you in the next episode